we went to SeaWorld one time, um, and they used to do these things where they would invite little girls to come up on stage and say what they want to be when they grow up. Mm-hmm. And one of the ladies came up to our, to my family and was like pointing to me and she was like, Hey, do you want to come up stage and talk about what you want to be when you grow up? And I mm-hmm. said, no. And my mom was like, she'll do it. And my mom gave me a little push. <laughs> and my mom looked at the she'll, she'll do it. She'll do it. Go. Yeah, basically. Get up there. Get up there. <laughs> and so I get up there and I'm nervous. I am scared. The whole time at that age, I was very young. I was like telling myself, I'm like, say you want to be a writer. Hi, I'm Jaylise and I want to be a writer. I want I want to be a writer. I'm Jaylise. I want to be a writer. I was saying that to myself the whole time. And then the stupid SeaWorld trainer asked me, what do you want to be when you grow up? And I said, a teacher. <laughs> I have never. Where did that come from? I don't know. I was so scared. Mm. My older sister said she and my mom were sitting in the crowd and they were like, huh? <laughs> they were like, since when is a SeaWorld teacher? Be a teacher? <laughs> Nobody's emailed us still. I always get mad when I open the (laughs) inbox. She's angry. I have to be careful with saying imagine around David and Taylor because anytime I have, they've looked at me and they've been, imagine (laughs) your good friend Zoe and Jaylee's and I'm like, (laughs) hey, hey, let's set the scene. Imagine you get a text, but not just any text, a a voice memo memo from none other than your good friends, Jaylee's and Zoe. So open it. got the memo where we invite our friends to have conversations and get to know them better just like a voice memo coming from the two of us but this time with a very special guest i'm jaylise and i own the deluxe holiday collection of charlie brown movies i'm zoe and i am currently wearing orange pants and today joining us is our very special guest amy not only my roommate but our good friend Hey, Amy. Hi, my name is Amy. My fun fact is that I prefer tea over coffee, which I can receive some criticism, especially here in this room, and I, you know, I'm a little offended that tea lovers have been so attacked in previous episodes. Um, So welcome to the show, Amy. (laughs) So welcome to the show, Amy. Um, Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Um... About me. I like to read. I like to drink tea. Um, my favorite color is red. My favorite number is 17. I love Jesus. I feel like that's the most important thing. I like Pride and Prejudice. What do you like to read? What do I like to read? Some of your favorite books. I like to read um, fantasy. I read a lot of Christian nonfiction. Tell us a little bit about... Oh, I like to read poetry. Yeah. Mm. Tell us a little bit about your work. Oh, yeah. I work at a bubble tea shop called Tai Chi Bubble Tea. I love it there. I get free food every day that my coworkers make, and it's the best Chinese food ever. But I really love the job because I get to talk to people and interact with customers, and you never know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. I, just, I have a really good time. I'm very grateful. Another thing to note is that this is the Halloween episode. Oh, oh yes. Really? Yes. I'm so honored. What's your favorite Halloween movie? Oh, Halloween Town. <laughs> Halloween Town and the first one. Mm, I did not like when they switched Marnie. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah. They thought that we weren't going to notice. We noticed. Oh, Disney, explain yourself. <laughs> yeah. We'll just get Disney on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Walt Disney. <laughs> so it's really good to have you here today, Walt. <laughs> Walter. <laughs> Walter. We make him tell a fun fact about himself. <laughs> what would his fun fact be? A fun fact about me is I created... I don't know how I got here. I was kidnapped. <laughs> <laughs> Really say a different one. <laughs> no, let's get the director of Halloween Town on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Who is that? I have no idea. I don't know his name. If you're listening. I can't think of a specific one or like I would say that is like my most, most, most favorite. But I do like the Charlie Brown. It's a great pumpkin. It's pump. a great pumpkin. Um, for reference, Jaylise is holding up the DVD right now. <laughs> oh, I love the Scooby-Doo episodes like that oh the mm. halloween ones i also mm. love the adams family movies those oh so yeah those favorite. are good i liked mm. the the special episodes on disney channel when they would do the halloween ones the yeah. sweet love is that and cody one kind of scared me though like the haunted hotel room or ant farm oh yeah i feel like they had some good halloween ones i was just talking about china and mclean some people i was like where is she now let's She's get her person, on right yeah, she, let's she, get her on the podcast. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> After call Walt Disney After and the Walt... director of yeah. Halloween Town. <laughs> Why don't you just call her up? Why don't you... <laughs> we just add Taylor Swift to that list, too? I was going to say, my toxic trait is just thinking that we can get anyone on the podcast in my head now. I think that's a good toxic trait. Start know. emailing all these celebrities with their emails and their bios. Then maybe we'll finally have res- emails in our inbox as their responses. It's <laughs> oh. true. If you're listening, send you, us emails. You <laughs> go to our Google form and ask us questions. Yeah. Why don't y'all tell us a little bit about how you became roommates and friends? So one day I was finding myself in search of some more roommates. My pastor Matt put in our um, M28 group chat, "Hey, this girl's looking for a roommate." I think he posted it and I responded very, very quickly, like within 10 minutes, which is quickly for me. Yeah, Jailis and I got connected and we had a phone call and the whole time we were like trying to listen to each other. So we were like, I don't, there had to be at least 15 pauses and stretches of just silence. I believe that. But it wasn't like necessarily awkward. It's not awkward. We're both comfortable with silence and so... Mm-hmm. We can both sit in silence forever. Yeah. Because none of us are going to break because it feels awkward. But for context, I was applying for grad schools and I got into a school that I thought was in Atlanta because the address says Atlanta, but it's actually Indicator. So mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. Um, and I did GenSend in 2019 through the North American Mission Board. Um, and M28 was yeah. our partner church or like the host church. And so I knew Matt. For a while, by that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. then, yeah, he put in the M28 chat. And then she moved in with us, and here we are. A year and some change later. Mm-hmm. Heck yeah. And y'all, Heck were, yeah. y'all shared a room for a year. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did you ever fight? No. Yeah. <laughs> Every day. Fist fighting. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was really crazy to me how quickly we became friends. I had spent like the summer really praying for specific godly friendships 
and it was really cool to see like the fruit of that happen so quickly mm-hmm. and so abundantly I would say <laughs> I think the first time we like realized how close we were or it was a moment for me is when we were at um, M28's Halloween function mm. and wow. the little boys were like there were two little kids there, oh, and they the were rolling around the pumpkins. pumpkins yes. Yeah. <laughs> and uh. yeah, we were fighting them for pumpkins. And <laughs> you were fighting two children? <laughs> well, no, there was one specific pumpkin that I really wanted. The two boys kept like going back and forth between the one pumpkin that I wanted and another pumpkin. So I was like, I think you guys should really get this other pumpkin. Like this one is really nice. And they were like, but this one's cool. And I was like, no, that one's not that cool. No. And I did get the pumpkin I wanted. <laughs> she did. She did. <laughs> one of them was like, so are you guys like best friends or something? And we just looked at each other and we're like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And how full full circle has that come? It's Halloween now. I know. Mm -hmm. Halloween episode. That's crazy. Something that I enjoyed that we always did is we would always watch um, a TV show together at night before going to bed. Most of the time I would fall asleep before it ended, but we would always watch something before bed. We started... We watched Criminal Minds. We started Criminal Minds together. I love Criminal Minds. So good. three seasons of it. The Rookie is also a show that I started with her. I'd never Uh seen it. Um, The Bachelorette. Oh my gosh, there are multiple oh. times where Amy and I would <laughs> yell at the TV, getting genuinely upset oh at what they gosh. were doing. We watched the season where there were two bachelorettes. That was crazy. Were you they canceled that? every other date. Yeah, they did. They would just be like, one guy would be like, yeah, I thought I liked you, but, you know, I think I really want to try things with so-and-so. And then they would cancel the date, and I'm like, there are 15 mm-hmm. other men just... What was awful was I felt like there was one episode where just people kept telling Rachel, like, oh, I'm here for Gabby. Sorry. Oh, my God. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> she was done. I, I felt pretty bad. And I was like, you are, because they asked them both to be the Bachelorettes, mm-hmm. which from what happened in the season before, it made sense. But I was like, you are setting these two girls up to have a miserable time. There is no way this can end well. Also, they had the same amount of guys for two girls, so the ratio was already off. That's true. They already had less options. They should have had double, and then they should have vetted the guys to be like, who do you want to go after? And that is who you go after, and that's it. After the second week. Yeah, they should have organized it. Yeah, they should have organized it better instead of being like, all right, it's a free for all. Because they basically made Gabby and Rachel realize, okay, this isn't working. We have to organize this. Mm -hmm. They were the ones who had the idea to split the guys. Did they not? Yes. Yeah, Mm -hmm. they did. So I was like, you are just... But you didn't... They didn't get enough time to split it because it was basically just like, oh, I've had one conversation with her. I'm going to go with her. But mm-hmm. it's like, what if the next conversation you have, which is what happened, which is why that had, one guy wanted to switch? Yeah, because he's like, I had another conversation with Rachel, and I like Gabby more. Yeah, and now people's feelings are but hurt. You know what? Fair. Yeah. We can have them on the podcast too, actually. <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's got to be tough to be in that situation oh, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would love it though. It's got to be <laughs> <laughs> really. I would hate it. I no. don't know. I don't. I don't no. think I could be in either place. For the free travel, I feel like it'd be kind of fun. <laughs> okay, this is a random question. That's true. And you would be the girl that all the other girls would be like, Jaylise is only here for the free travel. <laughs> and they would talk about you behind your back. And then you would walk in, in in your PJs in the morning and be like, what are you guys talking about? <laughs> Tell me. Or like, or just 
just like being able to stay in a nice Airbnb. Like I'll sign up for that. Yeah. I'll sign up for the Bachelor just so I can stay in the nice house, the pool, the food. <laughs> <laughs> They'd be like, someone here is not here for the right intentions, and well, then the guy would sit down with me and be like, "Why are you here?" And I'd be like, "For you, the pool. for you, obviously." <laughs> I thought we were building a great connection. Just but then talk to the other it. girls, and they'd be like, "So are you really connecting with stones?" So I'd be like, "Honestly, I just I'm think the pool is the really pool. nice." <laughs> what would if you were on The Bachelor? How would you introduce yourself when you got out of the limo? Because oh. honestly, I, it probably seems like I would want to do something crazy, like wear a shark costume, like that one girl did. Oh, I, I would not. I feel like that those to type me, of, it has to fit your personality. I wouldn't want to go with anything big. I think I would. Yeah. Do like. It a just, firm handshake and a poem, and that's it. Ooh. I feel like I'd be too awkward. I'd be like, hi, I'm Jaylise. <laughs> that's it. That's it. Just, there's this movie, House Bunny. I'm not good at describing oh movies gosh. without spoiling them, but <laughs> at one point in the movie... Anna Ferris's character is trying to memorize people's names. Yeah. And so they do, like, the whole introduction, and so they're like... Hi, my name's Zoe. And she goes, Zoe. And then the other girl was like, Hi, I'm Amy. And she goes, Amy. And then the girl is like, What is that? And she goes, It's just how I memorize names. <laughs> so when the, when he tells you his name, that's what you'll do. <laughs> Which and also how how bad would that look if you didn't know the bachelor's name? <laughs> it would look so bad. Okay, no, wait. Do they memorize all of the bachelor's names when they're giving out roses? Like, do the boys and girls remember the people's names? Or is no. there a sheet? Because I would have to be like... They have to remember them. Because memorize all of them? I think so, because there's one... The, the one guy who came... He was on the show to give the most recent bachelor advice. Mm-hmm. And he... It was talking about on his season, he said a girl's name wrong. <gasps> and he was trying to give her a rose, and there was another girl with that name who started walking forward, and he was like, no, no, no. <laughs> I, feel like, awful? I feel like awful. I would be like, give I me a guy's name. I would have to write them down mm. on my arm or something. Every time uh, I had a good conversation, be like, mm-hmm. yeah. Joe really stood out today. <laughs> There's just paragraphs and paragraphs <laughs> on her arm. I think I would just have to be like, <laughs> blue suit. And, and then, point to them, and then and they'd then be like, I'd just be like, you. <laughs> I'd be like, green tie, you right there. Come, and you then, get a rose. <laughs> and then Amy would be talking to different guys, and she'd be like, what's your name? And then whenever she, they would tell them her name, she would have to look on her notes on her arm. I'm just confused on, like, day, like night one, like when you're giving roses out. Uh, I'm telling you right now, I'm not remembering your name. 20 guys? Yeah. I'm yeah. describing you by what you're wearing. You know, I don't believe them when they say they have a hard time narrowing it down because they probably only use the names that they remember. Hmm. That's what I would that do. That could be it. I feel like on, like, <laughs> yeah. the interview, <laughs> and the then, interview and then part... And they regret it because the, what if there's a guy that they liked and they just didn't remember his name? Yep, the <laughs> interview part, like... they'd be like, Jaylees, why did you choose so-and-so? Honestly, I chose him because his name was the last one that I remembered. <laughs> <laughs> That's why they pick so many, uh, like, double names or triple names. Taylor 1, Taylor, Taylor 2, Taylor, Taylor, Taylor G, Taylor, or they'll one. give them a nickname. <laughs> so let's talk about personality traits. Ooh. Amy loves personality traits. I love personality traits. I prefer Myers-Briggs. Uh, yeah. Same. 
I like those little BuzzFeed quizzes, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What Disney princess are you based on your favorite dessert? Like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is that a real one? I don't know. I just made it up. It that probably is. That's pretty accurate. That's <laughs> yeah, pretty good. So what's your Myers-Briggs? Oh, Myers-Briggs. I'm an ENFP. Okay. I'm INFJ. Mm. I'm an INFP. Okay. Which, fun fact, if you're an INFJ, you are not rare. I'm sorry. Say it again really? for the people in the back. Well, it makes me, it genuinely upsets me because when you go you onto like, like so the Myers, people. well, on the Myers Brig, it's like you get INFJ and it's like you're part of 10% of the population. You're the most rare personality type. Stop it. They're feeding you, you lies. are feeding these people. Yes, because I feel like I have met so many INFJ people. Yeah. And honestly, it could just be the fact that like, the field that I'm going in is predominantly, like, INFJ. That's definitely part mm. of it. Yes. Like, a lot of people in my class are INFJ. And, mm. yeah, because we're all going in the same field. But people who are not going into the field of counseling, I feel like I meet them and they're like, I'm INFJ. It's part of 10%. Mm. No! You're not special. Yeah. Everyone is special in their own way, but you're not special because of mm. INFJ. Do you meet a lot of INFPs? Um, I've met a few. Not a lot. Mm-hmm. I think we're pretty rare. <laughs> so Amy and I are the same. She just has a P and I have a uh, J. Yeah. Yeah, that means I'm. Um, I run muck and she runs with a plan. Mm, okay. <laughs> so fall has finally come. What's somewhat? Mm-hmm. I feel like there's been like on and off what fall yeah. weather. I'm not gonna say that we're officially in fall yet until like mid November, and it's been really? consistently cold. Yeah. I go by. Have the leaves started turning? That's mm. when that, and okay, there's, there is something very distinct about fall. I think it's that there's, there's a specific yep. smell. Yes. And it's not even, yes. yes. It, it, it maybe has something to do with the humidity being gone, the leaves drying up. I don't know, but there is a smell and it just smells like fall. No, I wish I could have a candle that smells like that. So speaking of fall, what's everyone's favorite weather? <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of hard to, to tee that one up. What's the worst weather? What's the worst possible weather? Snow. Uh, just snow? Have you ever been somewhere Actually, beautiful no. that it's snowing? Like in Utah? I'll change my mind. I think the worst weather is when it's so cold that it should be snowing and it's not. Mm. I just feel like if you're going to be cold, there needs to be snow on the ground. If you're going to be this yeah, cold the and there's no snow. Yeah. I, we should have the weather on the podcast. If you're going to be this cold, <laughs> and the there needs weather. to be snow. If there's not going to be snow, there's no need to be in the 20s, in the teens, in the negatives. It's unnecessary. I hate the cold rain. Ooh. Because it's like yeah. you want to be wearing a rain jacket because it's raining, but it's so cold that you need a real jacket. And then you're going to get soaked and you'll be freezing. And then sometimes it's just ice coming down. Mm. Like it's half rain and half ice. Yeah. I don't like when it's like just blazing hot. Oh, yeah. Like, you can't be mm. outside at all. Like, you can't breathe. 6 a.m. Mm. in the morning. I, I don't like if it's super, super hot if you're in Atlanta. And if it's less humid, it doesn't feel as hot, too. I've never been to a place that, like, has dry heat. I have mm. heard that dry heat is Like, Arizona. Nice. Arizona is, yeah. Nice. But that's very hot. But yeah. it will be hotter in Arizona, and if it was that temperature in Georgia, it would probably feel way hotter, right? <laughs> dry heat and humid heat. I but... feel like everyone mm. that I've talked to that has experienced dry heat says they prefer dry heat. Mm. 
because you just don't feel it as yeah. much. And you don't sweat as much. That's part of it, I think. Because at, at my at my gym, there's a sauna and a steam room. And I always go in the sauna because it's dry heat. And the steam room is awful. But the sauna is nice and quiet. <laughs> One of my favorite things is to listen to people's conversations in the sauna. It's just that... <laughs> That's why she likes it quiet in the sauna. <laughs> I do that in coffee shops. I yeah. put my earbuds in, but I don't play any music because I want to be nosy and I just listen <laughs> yeah. to everyone talk. <laughs> I also like to eavesdrop at coffee shops. Or I like to look around and be like, it looks like they're on a date. <laughs> no! And try to figure stop. out if it's going well. <laughs> I like to pinpoint two people and I just don't, you don't stare at them, but like you glance Listen. at them every now and then and you like wonder like, one, are they on a date? Two, if they're on a date, is this their first date? Yes. And three, are they enjoying the date and is there going to be a second one? Mm. Yes. My coworkers and I do that a lot and if we're confident enough that it is, we'll ask them. I told y'all I was hiking yesterday, uh -huh. and groups of people would pass by us, and there would be a couple people that were going, you could tell they were on a date. And there was one couple, and I was like, they are, this might be their first date because they are getting to know each other. Mm -hmm. And when I tell y'all the hike was strenuous, it was, it, it was, if you took it at a reasonable pace, it was a, an hour and a half up the mountain. I'm like, a, a, a first or like in, like an early date with someone doing something like that i would not want a first date to be up a mountain uh -uh. no hike not even up a mountain i don't want to hike not too much activity i feel like in general i avoid hiking which is funny because i've been on a lot of hikes <laughs> like cool so, ones you don't avoid it but usually i never seek out hiking like it if, seeks you out if yes if people ask me to go I'll go, sometimes reluctantly, and then usually I will end up being glad that I did it, but I will never, I will never initiate You'll never hike. plan a hike. If, yeah, never, never. If I ever get a text, if we ever get a text from Zoe saying you want to go hiking, then something's wrong. No. I, I think my favorite weather is probably, like, earlier in the morning when it's, like, a little bit cool so that you could wear a sweater but not cold. Mm. And not super sunny. But I also like, enjoy, like I enjoy the sunshine. You know, my favorite weather was Friday. It just looked like a, like a, not fully rainy, rainy, but sprinkly, mm -hmm. cool, but it was like a little foggy, mm -hmm. but like, it just looked a little spooky, but it was fall oh, and it oh. felt, it, it just felt feel beautiful. Like fall in the morning. What's your favorite time of the day? I think my favorite time of day is kind of like you were saying, either early morning when, mm -hmm. like 8 a.m. Mm -hmm. or 9 a.m. where the birds are out and they're chirping mm -hmm. and it feels like the earth is waking up. Yeah. Um, that or when the sun starts to set mm -hmm. and then the stars start to come out and it becomes like a almost like a blue-green haze in the sky. Ooh, so dawn and dusk? Yeah. I've been trying to wake up super early the past couple weeks. The times that I have woken up at 7 have just been really nice because I feel like I have the entire day. Like, I get mm -hmm. so much stuff done. Mm -hmm. Once I do get out of bed and, like, get out of my grumpy mood of having to be up <laughs> and mm -hmm. awake, I wish I was a happy morning person. Yeah. Like, I wish I woke up and was just like... Ah, it's a new day, but I am not like that. I wake up and I'm like, oh my goodness. Somebody wants to get you gotta like jump out of bed and turn your swag on, and that's how you beat the bad mood. 
I'm gonna just have Soldier Boy play every morning when I wake up. <laughs> no, but yeah. So I would, I would say morning time. I jump up out of bed and take my retainers out. My favorite time of day is probably around like 10-ish to 11-ish. Once I've had my coffee and it's like kicking in, mm. I'm like halfway through my coffee and I'm, Drugs. I'm at work. Mm. I'm usually very, very productive and yeah. And in a great mood. I, I started to realize from 10 to 11, sometimes I'll just, like, reach out to so many people. You know, like, text people. As Zoe was talking, she was, like, moving her fingers like she was texting, which reminds me, Amy is really good at noticing people's mannerisms. Um, she's very <laughs> observant, so she's going to go into some mannerisms that she's noticed from Zoe and I. So, Chylise, whenever she's telling a story and she's referencing texting somebody... She'll move her thumbs, like recreating the texting, and she'll do a little body wiggle with it. <laughs> you will. Like a little dance. Another one of Jaylee's mannerisms is that she does not wear glasses when she's supposed to, except right now. Right now is the only time. Is that a mannerism or just a habit? <laughs> um, it's just something I wanted to say. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I just want to call you out. <laughs> <laughs> Another thing Jaylee's does is she, whenever somebody tells her something and it takes her a second to like work out how to respond she'll just like be open mouth and be like i just don't know why you think blah 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 or <laughs> i am just feeling attacked right now another thing you do is you do this like grunt of disapproval no. <laughs> yeah no or if somebody says like i think pumpkin is the worst flavor you'd be like mm, couldn't be me um zoe she punctuates her sentences with a little giggle. Just a little... <laughs> uh, one thing that you do that's, like, not, like, a very specific thing, but I've noticed is that you, like, match the energy. Aww. Of, like, whoever's talking to you. So, Jailis mm -hmm. is, like, very high energy, and you all, like, feed off of each other. But, like, if I'm talking to you one-on-one, -on -one and I feel like I'm more of a low lower energy person most of the time like you come down to the level and I feel like you do that a lot with the people around you I feel like you use your hands a lot in general for storytelling uh, whether it's and move my call head and move your head mm -hmm. yeah and you also do the which you both kind of do this um you just do the mm -hmm. yeah <laughs> yeah and then for myself <laughs> um so, actually, at work, the past couple of weeks, my coworker has been pointing out different mannerisms that I do, Ooh. and apparently my face gives me away, like, it gets red. <laughs> yes. I did not know my face just, like, gets red whenever I'm oh, in you can't Paris. Tell? Or, no, it doesn't feel warm? Well, now I can notice, and it, yeah. usually I don't notice unless it's really heated up, but now I'm self-conscious of it. Mm. It's like when you're so. embarrassed or, like, um, or uncomfortable. That's when I've noticed it. Like, when you're uncomfortable is mm. when I've noticed it. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Oh, my face will get red like, if I'm laughing a lot, and mm -hmm. then when people point out that it's red, I'm like, it's never gonna well, stop because you said that. Uh, you shouldn't have said that. that comes into my tea shop, mm -hmm. and every time I talk to him... My coworker's like, your face is so red. And I'm like, <laughs> are you serious right now? Um, we can have him on the podcast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Jaya Lisa's answer to every problem or anything ever. 
<laughs> Invite them on the podcast. <laughs> Bring them on. Let's just call them up. another one of her mannerisms. Amy, when she's, like, walking, like, when mm. we're walking anywhere, you always look up. Hmm. Like, you're, like, obviously you're looking around, but I feel like you tend to just, like, look up. Amy likes to cut her hair a lot, and she does it by wow. herself. I do. So if you ever see Amy with, like, a new haircut, it's... I did it. Yeah, she did it <laughs> by herself. I'm so Amy, how do you cut your hair? Why do you cut your hair? I feel like you do it often. So, I didn't really cut my hair a lot growing up. I actually did not cut my hair at all until fifth grade. Really? Yeah, so then I got my first haircut, and it was, like, very professional. And then, yeah, I pretty much much let my hair grow after that and then I cut it um right before my graduation mm. um very short so it, was, it was like right below my chin um and then going into college I let it grow out more but I started to dye it mm. my hair was blue my hair was red my hair was green and yeah. yeah I would cut my hair kind of whenever I was bored or if I wanted, felt like I needed a change in my life, so if I needed to like control something in my life. I, I got bangs my second year of college. Nice. You don't have them anymore, really. <laughs> no, they did not look good on me. <laughs> oh. They, I feel like bangs look best on people with longer foreheads. I feel like whenever it comes to cutting my hair, I go like... I let my hair mm. grow out for two to three years, and then yeah. there's no like cutting my ends, it's just the full chop. Literally to my shoulders. Yeah. And then I let it grow out and let it grow out. But the longer my hair gets, the more loose my curls are. And oh, I hate it. Cause so it then I'm like, down. oh, if it's short, then my curls will be tighter. Mm-hmm. And so I go the drastic way of just cutting it. For those who don't know, when you have curly hair, you cut it dry, curly. And it looks fine when you cut it dry, curly. But then when you straighten it, it is very choppy mm-hmm. because when you have straight hair and you cut it, you could like cut it even, but curly hair, you do not cut even Yeah. because curly hair doesn't dry the way straight hair does. Mm-hmm. And so like a diva cut would be like cutting your hair dry and just snipping it in random places basically to give it shape. I, one thing I will say is I do, I do cut it wet most of the time and I do try to cut it even lengths. Because sometimes yeah. my curls will be weighed down or whatever. So, mm-hmm. yeah. There's that. <laughs> <laughs> I've never cut my hair before, but my mom used to cut my hair growing up. Um, my roommate, she would cut my hair. Yeah. And we were in one of those dorms that you shared the whole room, and we had another roommate. Mm-hmm. So, the three of us. And it was mm-hmm. 3 a.m. And, like, I have a flashlight in front of the mirror, and she's, like, cutting my bangs. In the dark? <laughs> yeah. So, they were a, just a little bit micro. I wouldn't say very micro. They were, like, above my eyebrows. But it was funny, so. <laughs> why does that make me think of the parent trap? I was just about to say that when she That's closes her eyes thinking. and she goes, why are you closing oh, your eyes? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I get my hair cut at... The Aveda Institute, which is in Buckhead, it's the school where they're training the students. Mm -hmm. And that's where I got my bangs cut because Pam, who was, she worked at the BCM when I was in school and Mm -hmm. she did the um, administrative stuff. Pam had bangs and that's where she would get her bangs trimmed. I think I had talked to her about wanting to get them and she was like, you want me to just make an appointment with mine? And so we went together and then I, she got her bangs trimmed and I got bangs. Mm -hmm. So... 
nice. And then I use their I shampoo. Of, do you have a picture of you with it? I do, I do. She put some volumizing stuff in them, and it kind of makes me look like Coconut Head from Nancy Classified. <laughs> 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 I, I, okay, I look I like, whoa, I look like Zoe Deschanel. I yeah, I like it. I actually think it's really cute. Aw. This is Pam on the right? Yeah. Okay, so they said, saw her hair and said... Copy and copy paste. paste. Yeah. <laughs> it works for her, but I want to ask this question. Okay. What is something new that you're learning in your life? For me, it's embroidery. So Katie McGinty, who we just had on the last episode, she gave me a mini embroidery kit, and it's basically just flowers. Um... And I have not finished it, mainly because there's one stitch that I don't know how to do, so I gave up and put it on the wall um, as punishment to myself. Just, I can't get it. it. It's such a dumb stitch. It makes no sense. So I'm, I'm just quitting for right now. Hmm. So when I like build up the courage to do it again, then I'm going to finish it. But for right now, it's not getting done. It's going to stay on the wall. But that is That's one good. thing I'm trying to learn, is embroidery. Um, something new that I'm learning about... Um, is K-pop. Mm. Uh, one of my uh, roommates, Emily, she's very into K-pop, and, you know, I've listened to a few songs, but it I'm not... It is a whole world. Mm-hmm. It is a whole world, and mm-hmm. I'm watching some different, like... Game shows. Yeah. Mm. All kinds of different, like, contest shows. I don't know that... I'll be, like, an avid fan or whatever, but I am having a good time, so we'll see. There's some good songs. There are some good songs. Yeah. Yeah. What I'm learning, I feel like I love, like, I I love researching random things. Usually it's famous people, like, I just feel like I need to know more about their lives. So one time I went on a rabbit hole for Tom Cruise, and I was like, I need to know everyone he was ever married to, I need to know the story behind it and what's going on. But I feel like recently I've been pretty obsessed about the drums. Taylor Hawkins is the Foo Fighters drummer. So he was the drummer for Foo Fighters. Dave Dave Grohl was the lead singer. Dave Grohl was the drummer for Nirvana. Isn't that interesting? Interesting. So, and I've just been watching videos of people drumming. I don't know why I'm obsessed with that right now. So. I see you being a drummer. But so Taylor Hawkins passed away and it was super, super sad. Yeah, thanks. Okay, so I'm looking at our notes and Zoe randomly told us about jury duty. She gave us no context or anything. She just said jury duty is something I want to talk about. I mentioned last week or whenever we were filming that we have lunch meetings every week but for the first 30 minutes we're all eating and we just talk to each other mm-hmm. it's kind of like a big family it's fun so one of our co-workers was at jury duty this week so he wasn't at lunch and so everyone was like where is he he's at jury duty then people are like oh jury duty I would hate to be on jury duty I'm like that sounds great so I was like it's my dream to be on jury duty and then one of my co-workers started talking about how when she was younger they asked her to be on jury duty, but she showed up in shorts. And they were like, the dress code is really strict. Mm-hmm. So they basically turned her away. And then all of our coworkers started talking about ways that they or somebody else has gotten out of jury duty. There's so many ways. Because one of my coworkers, I think he grew up in China. And he said that he just basically talked in an accent and was like, I need a translator. <laughs> and then he, yeah, he got out of it. Yeah. He got pulled in for jury duty. Um, I didn't actually end up on the jury, but... Oh, really? Yeah, they said, you're in school, like, you don't need to be here. 
Like they will, they will list a bunch of reasons. Whoa. Like if you, this, 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 like, you know, raise your hand whenever you need to leave. I know like one is like, if the case has something to do with drugs and I think it's like, if you would have a bias of drugs and they don't want you Mm -hmm. on the case. So you have to be very unbiased about so many things. I would not want to be on jury duty for a murder. I don't want anyone who's killed someone to see my face on a jury. Mm. And then the judge mm-hmm. see him that he's free, like not guilty, and then him and his goons are after me. Oh, I don't want that. Well, not the goons. One of my other coworkers said that when she was younger, there was an older woman she was talking to about it, and this was back when they would like mail you letters to be in it, and every time they would send her a letter, she would just write this person is deceased and send it back. She would just say she's dead. Yeah, it's not my coworker. It's this lady my coworker knows. Oh. I was going to ask Amy if you had funny work stories. Oh. (laughs) So, you know how in restaurants you usually write the date on food items or whatever? Oh, Mm -hmm. yeah. So, my coworker had written um, old on her cheesy milk phone. And I was looking at it, and I could not read it. All I could read was 01D. I'm like, it's not December. Like, it's not the first of December. Like, what is going on? <laughs> and she's like, old! It's old! <laughs> I have lots of stories about customers. Um, they call boba all kinds of things. I think we talked about this a little bit last time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Another, th- another thing I thought about that people call boba is beans. Oh. A lot of the stories I have about customers are not necessarily positive. So... In case they listen. No, I just... If they listen, we'll just invite them on the podcast. Don't really That's true. (laughs) (laughs) But this couple, like, came to eat, and this man ordered his wife, like, all these things, and he got ramen, and he got, like, double of everything that he wanted in it, and all kinds of stuff. They ate maybe, like, a quarter of it, but it's still a significant amount for what they got. Mm -hmm. And they were like, we don't like it. Like, we want a full refund, everything. My manager was like... We can, like, you know, get you something else instead, but, mm-hmm. you know, you've already eaten a lot of it. We can't give you a full refund. And they just flew into a rage. The next day, I was walking, like, home from work, and this lady is, like, outside of the little um, strip of buildings that's next to Tai Chi. Yeah. And she's on the phone talking about it <gasps> somebody. <gasps> I worked at Chick-fil-A, so I understand there's, teaches you patience. Yeah. Uh, amen. Honestly, I think that's... Yeah. Know, the Lord's really used this in my life to teach me patience and, like, how to truly love people, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, like, there's no reason for you to act like this. Me driving. <laughs> that's how I feel driving. <laughs> really? I have no road rage. Mm. <laughs> Sometimes a tiny bit. I feel like your road rage has calmed down a lot. I feel like when I'm, when I'm upset... I yeah. do not care who's in my car. I'm honking the horn. I know sometimes I tell you to use the horn. Oh, yeah. Yeah, wow. now it, got, it gets to the point where Amy's like, you should honk. <laughs> Whoa. I, I feel like if I'm driving, I have to justify to myself why I used my horn. Mm. And if I can't just... I'll be like, that was that was good that I did that because then this person wouldn't have gone and, and we wouldn't have made the light. So mm. it was good that I did. My <laughs> justification for using the horn is this person is doing something stupid and I need them to know that they're doing something stupid and I want everyone else to know <laughs> you sound like that they're mom. doing something stupid. <laughs> but, but except replace the word stupid with unsafe. 
That's what my mom says. Exactly. Unsafe equals stupid. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, when people just let people go. Oh. Like, oh. At, a, at an intersection. Remember yesterday when the car in front of me went, and then I let mm. a car go, and then a truck tried going? I was like, it was a FedEx truck. I was like, <laughs> FedEx, I let the car in front of you go. You need it to hope that the up. car behind <laughs> me lets you go. Yeah. <laughs> if they would have hit me, it would have been their fault, not mine, because I had the right away. Yeah. And then I'm calling my dad. He will be on the phone with me the whole time. Police comes, I'm going to be like, Dad, please talk to the officer. And dad would be like, you're the, you're the one you that got hit. Not. Okay, ma'am, like, what happened? Are you okay? Yeah, just, my dad's on the phone here. He's like... <laughs> Before we end this episode, um, Zoe and I have a new segment that we're starting called Advice with Jailis and Zoe, where we answer questions that you guys have asked us um, about life or pretty much whatever you want advice for. Um, if you go into the link in our bio on Instagram at Got the Memo Podcast, you will find a link tree. And on that link tree, there's a Google form where you can ask us questions. You can specifically ask our upcoming guest questions, yes. or you can just ask us plain advice. Um, and we'll highlight those during this last bit of the podcast. Yes. Okay, so the question was, being in your 20s, post-college, making friends, becoming an adult, how do you do it? I think um, just be yourself and be interested more in the other person than, um, like, yourself being heard or trying to make yourself known. Like, try to get to know other people. I think you also have to be patient. Yeah, like for me, moving to an entire new city by myself, moving to Atlanta was like, me being like a full-fledged adult like I'm paying my own bills and I have Mm -hmm. my own apartment like that's crazy like that's like that's some adult stuff right there but I feel like most people don't move to a new city by themselves and immediately start making friends I know it took me a couple months to make like good genuine friends Mm -hmm. um also like being kind to yourself I think I I was really hard on myself because I was like, I should be making friends Mm -hmm. by now. But now that I have it, I like, I feel like I look back and I'm like, man, I wish that like last year me could see like me now and know that you're going to make friends. Just be patient. Yeah. So that and then with becoming an adult, I think also surrounding yourself around people who are also in the process of becoming an adult Mm -hmm. slash being around people who have already like surpassed that. So, like, yeah, having older I women agree. at church, like, Morgan, Amani, um, mm-hmm. even Katie Peacock, who is mm-hmm. literally my same age, you can, like, ask, like, how did you do this? Like, what what am I doing? How do I do this? Yeah. That's also very beneficial. Uh, and it's, it's different for everyone, too, because you do different things when you graduate. Some people go to more school. Some people move to new cities. For me, I stayed in Atlanta, and it was, like, a lot of people that I had gone to school with and gotten really close with are just still around me. Mm-hmm. And so that's been really, really sweet. But I, in some ways, I've still been, like, getting plugged into church and making new friends. And it does take, like, patience and time for that, I feel like. It's just going to take time. But um, so I live with my brother and his wife, which I had talked about before. And I feel like that's played a huge role. I feel like, for I feel like first of all they've taught me how to enjoy more of like just being home and spending time with family, and not everything doesn't have to be super exciting and doing something fun all the time, but that it can be like fun and sweet to just 
be home, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but I, and I feel like I've learned so much from my sister-in-law. I feel like I've even just learned like how to cook just because of her, honestly. But you're right too about like being around people who are in kind of different stages of life. I also want to add like specifically, I guess, being in your 20s. Yeah. Comparison, I feel like is a huge thing. Try not to compare yourself to other people because in your 20s, I feel like you're, there's like, mm-hmm. there's so much going on. People are graduating. People are in relationships. People are getting married. People are having kids. Yeah. Like the path that other people are going on is not the same path that you have to be on. No one is going to be on the same path. And I think that's hard because in high school, it seems like you're on the same path as everyone. Like you're You're all on the same path to graduate high school. Mm -hmm. And there's not a lot of like leeway in that. I don't know. I think even for me being in my master's class, we have like three or four moms. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, there are people much older than me in that class. And it's just like, they're Mm -hmm. much older than me in a grad school program. Yeah. Yeah. And I just want to add to that, like. One way you can do that is just by looking to Christ. Like, if you just set your gaze on Him, you can just take life, and whether you're 20s, 30s, like you said, um, just one step at a time and let Him be your guide. It can be really overwhelming at times to think about, like, all of the things you need to think about when mm-hmm. you're trying to be an adult, from a financial, yeah. from an emotional, from a mental mm-hmm. perspective. Like... Mm-hmm. It's, it can be a lot without a guide, without God. So the best Mm -hmm. advice I can have is just to seek the Lord daily and that'll help in making friends or whatever you do. Yeah, absolutely. I think also in that same vein, like Mm -hmm. any expectations you have about your twenties, just go ahead and throw it away. Yep. And just let it, let it roll. Which is interesting because I feel like even in this, people are, like, can be different ways, because I feel like I didn't really have goals or plans, you know? You don't know how much I'm I'm on the same page. Yeah. But it, for me, I realized, like, it's not so much about what I'm having to do, Mm -hmm. you know, in my life, but, like, who I'm trying to be, and, like, what that looks like. Mm. Absolutely. And then I feel like what you're talking to about like, what you were talking about also ties in with the patience, because I feel like all of the different aspects of becoming an adult, and, like, I was talking about learning how to meal prep, and learning how to, like, manage your money, and learning how to mm-hmm. do all of this stuff, it's so much if you learn how to do it all at once, mm-hmm. so I feel like the same thing you're talking about, of like, having patience mm-hmm. is almost what I've had to see a little bit, too, of, like, okay, I'm learning how to do this thing really well. I don't have to be perfect at everything, but I'm slowly, like, learning how to do all of these things. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know? Well, thank you so much for the question. Yes. Um, so, we're ending the podcast now. So, Amy, you get to do us the honor. Um, did you get the memo? I think for me, the memo was, um, that every part of the day is enjoyable to somebody. And that's, that's a nice thought. I think the memo for me was getting to hear a little bit more about Amy's work. So for me, I think the memo was finding out, like, everyone's personality traits, even though I already yeah. pretty much knew Amy's, but also, like, seeing how well we get along with such different personality traits. Yeah, so thank you so much for listening. Um, don't forget to let us know what the memo was for you. Yes. Um, when you click on the Spotify episode... Under the episode, we have a question that's asking, did you get the memo? 
Um, so feel free to answer that and we might highlight your answer. See you next episode. Cheerio. <laughs> okay, see you. <laughs>